Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Swears and Does Hair podcast. I am Sue, your host. In today's episode, we are talking about taking more vacations as a bridal hairstylist or makeup artist. I see a lot of people make this mistake. They think that they have to work, 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 work themselves to death, and only then are they allowed to take a vacation. They don't view the exchange of time and energy for money, and they view it as, well, when I can afford it after working so much, then I'll take a vacation, and I'm not allowed to take time off until then. I don't understand why we put these goals and these these timelines on it for ourselves, why we have to justify taking vacation. You can take a vacation whenever the fuck you want to, honey. It doesn't matter if your busiest month of the year is October and you want to go do something in October. Go do something in October. You don't have to sacrifice areas of your life for the sake of your business. It just means you need to be a little bit more strategic in the times when you aren't taking vacation and you're actually working. So today I want to talk about different strategies and different ways that we can work more vacation time into our daily lives and help to kind of release some of the mental um, roadblocks that we may have about why we feel guilt around taking time off. And it is not money. A lot of us will use well, the excuse of, I don't have enough money, I have to work, this is busy time, or I have to work to make the money for the vacation, instead of just taking the vacation and finding more strategic ways to make that money. We use the money as an excuse, and I'm here to tell you that money does not have to be the excuse. Now, if you want to take a vacation to Europe and it's going to cost you $10,000, yes, money is a, um, an obstacle that you may need to overcome, but it is not the only excuse for why you can't take that vacation. It's the easy fallback. Um, but let's, let's get ourselves beyond that. So here's some strategies for taking more vacation time. The very first is to block the time off. I know it seems so simple, but really It's quite revolutionary when you think about it. When is the last time that you just looked at your calendar and you said, I'm not going to work this weekend, this weekend, this weekend, and this weekend? It can be as simple as that, guys, of saying, all right, I'm only going to work every other weekend. Now, that may not sound like a vacation, all right? That doesn't mean that you need to spend $1,000 to go have a beach vacation, Uh, that weekend that you're not working, but you need to start looking at time off as the same thing as vacation. It's a vacation from your business. You can do 
staycations or you can do big vacations or you can just take a mental health weekend and still it be a vacation. You can sit down on your back porch with a book and your coffee and pretend you're at the beach and it's still kind of the same thing. So when I'm talking about vacations, I'm not talking about these big, grand, expensive trips. I'm talking about time away where you are devoting your time not to any other responsibilities, but only to relaxation. So the very first step, if you want to take more vacations, is you need to give yourself that time. My husband and I take our children every single December down to Universal Studios for an event. I know that that is going to be the time that we go back home to Florida and we spend a couple of days there. So I block that time off. I know in advance when we're going to go and I make sure that I do not book anything for the week before or the week after because I don't want to feel stressed out before my vacation trying to cram all of this work in. I want to be able to go and get my hair done and my nails done and a spray tan and pack and get all of my laundry done, the house nice and cleaned and a plan for who's going to take care of our animals um, while we're gone or take care of our house, etc. And then I don't want to come back from vacation and immediately jump right back in. So I plan my time more strategically for the time that I'm going to be away and then the time that I need to prep and for the downtime afterwards. I block all of that time off and I stick to it. I stay strong. If I get a request for somebody to do a wedding during that time, yes, the money is great, but then that means I'm now sacrificing some of my time that I was planning on having towards my vacation. So you have to kind of train yourself to say, no, and be more comfortable with saying no. The money is great, but is that money going to buy you back that time that you could have spent? No. So when you're setting up time on your vacations, what are kind of some things that you can look for? Well, look for times when there are special events in your family. Are there birthdays or celebrations that your family does every single time? It doesn't have to be going away somewhere. If you are the kind of person who always misses out on the 4th of July picnic because you have a wedding that year, every single year, we'll block it off for next year. Don't take one so that you can enjoy that time with your family. And if that means that, you know, you are working the next three weekends instead so you can still make your income goals for the month, well, then that's the trade-off that you make. Everything is going to become a trade-off. If you want more vacation time, but you still need certain income goals, well, then you need to decide, well, when will you be working and when won't you be working? One of the benefits of being your own boss is you get to make that decision. You get to decide exactly when you're not going to work. The hard part is deciding how you're going to make up for that time, but that's okay. We're going to put together some strategies and we're going to put together um, some ways that you can still make your income goals. But let's go back to talking a little bit more about different vacation types and what that really means. So you can start to think about how you want to map these plans out. 
Vacations, like I said, don't have to be this big, expensive, grand thing. We can take time off and view that still as a vacation, as long as you're going into it with a mindset of you are no longer responsible for X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z could be, you know, your business stuff. And hopefully you're not trying to work while on your vacations, but it's also your family life and your home responsibilities. Are you still cleaning your kitchen at home when you're on vacation in Disney? No. So if you are taking a mini vacation, you have to give yourself the responsibility of, or something you have to give yourself the grace of saying no to certain responsibilities. Who would be taking care of that if you weren't there? Then they should still be taking care of that um, during that vacation time. And so that might mean having a house sitter come and take care of your animals and you go to a, a Airbnb in your own town or you go to a hotel in your own town and you're not dealing with all of the responsibilities of home. You're, you're physically somewhere else and you're dealing with that. Or it could be you are on mom vacation for this week and your partner is the one who's responsible for all these other things as if you had gone somewhere else. You need to have a conversation obviously with your partner because not everybody is gonna be cool with that and that's something that you need to work out within your relationship. Um, but hopefully you have somebody who, who loves and respects you enough to say, okay, well, we're, we're saving the money of you having to go somewhere. I can at least be responsible for this during these times. So um, staycations, whether it's in your home or somewhere close by, are still ways of you saying, okay, I'm taking off time from these responsibilities and somebody else is going to have to be responsible for that, whether that's outsourcing or having a conversation with your partner. Um, you know, you hire somebody or, or they can do it themselves. Uh, a staycation is also a really great way for you to not only have a mental health break, um, but they have less travel time. So I, I usually don't recommend like vacation staycations in your own house because then that's that's a, a really hard line of not wanting to jump in and, and take care of things. So um, if you can, a staycation within your own town is a great opportunity to still feel like you're on vacation, you're able to physically separate and distance yourself from your uh, responsibilities. So it feels more vacation-like. Um, but the benefits to them is you're usually a lot cheaper. There's less travel time. And it's a great opportunity to see new parts of your town, your city, or your state. So my husband and I wanted to do... Um, a mini vacation for our anniversary a few years ago and just things didn't work out. We didn't have the time um, or the finances. So what we did was uh, we rented a room at a hotel in DC. So it was like a 45 minute drive and we went out to a nice dinner and it felt like we were somewhere new. 
All right, even though we've lived in this area for 14 years now, it was an opportunity for us to just take the entire day afterwards and explore the city and explore new parts and go see things that we hadn't had the time for when we were giving friends and family tours of the city or trying to go see museums and do things with our kids. It was just the two of us. And we could walk around at our leisure and we could actually sit down inside the museums that we wanted to and see those things. There were, there were exhibits that I'd walked past at the American Indian Museum hundreds of times before that I never really just sat down and watched the movie or read the plaque or really looked at the different things. And I was able to do so. And it felt like being in a whole new place. And so it felt like a vacation, but it was really, it was only 45 minutes away. You know, it was somewhere that I'd been a million times before, but I was forcing myself to look at it and experience it in a new way. So if you're the kind of person who says, well, I don't have time for vacations or I don't have money for vacations, I challenge you to look at vacations in a new way, to give that word a new definition so that you can begin to incorporate a lot more of them into your regular routine. At the beginning of 2020, my husband and I decided that uh, we were going to spend one weekend a month and the two of us were going to try to see all 50 states. Now, we've been together for 17, 18 years almost. This year, we're going to be celebrating our 17th anniversary and we've been together for about 18 years. We've known each other for over 20. We've been to a lot of different states together in that time. So for Christmas in 2019, I bought him a map of the United States and it was one of those scratch off maps. maps. And so you would scratch off each state that you've been to. Now he had traveled a lot more in his childhood than I have. So it became a thing where it was like, okay, what states have we gone to together where we have spent the night and actually done something. So, you know, Illinois didn't count because we've, we've had a layover at O'Hare Airport. You know, those kinds of things we were like, no, if we haven't gone to somewhere in Illinois and actually spent a night there and done something in that state, then it doesn't count. And so our goal for 2020 was one weekend a month, we were gonna try and visit somewhere. And we were gonna start, um, was small. Where could we drive from Northern Virginia? We're within a few hours drive of so many different states, Maryland and Delaware and Pennsylvania and West Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, uh, within three to five hours for any of those states. We were like, okay, we'll start small. That'll get us through like half of the year. And then, you know, the pandemic hit and that changed. But in January of 2020, I had Thriver Society Live and we went out to California and I brought him with me because I was like, okay, well, I'll book a couple of extra days because I'm already going out here for work. It, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Thriver Society, it's Britt Siva's um, hairstylist um, education coaching kind of system. And I, I incorporated that and I, I was part of that program for uh, my salon business. 
and she had a, a live retreat, a live event out in California. And I was like, well, I'm going to that already. It's a business expense. It's time that I'm putting into growing my business. And it's a great opportunity for me to travel. But it was also a great opportunity for him to come with me, for the two of us to spend time together. So what was a work thing became a mini vacation for the two of us. I went out a day early and we stayed for an extra two days so that we could go and see all these different things in the area. So if you have opportunities to combine those kinds of things, those are great. They can become an adventure if you book those extra few days before or after. So um, that's a way to kind of retrain your brain to see opportunities for Um, more vacation time where you're like, okay, I'm not working the whole time. I'm actually going to enjoy where I have to be anyways. So if there are hair shows in other states that you want to go to, go and then take some extra time to just visit the city where they are or the area that it is and see what, what's good restaurants in the area. Um, are there museums or theme parks or other things that you can do while you're in the area? It can still become a vacation. So there's hair shows, there's makeup shows, um, you know, in New York City and California and um, the Midwest, down in Florida, there's all these different kinds of things and opportunities for you to turn that into. So take a look at that. See when those things are. See if there's a, a new location that you've never been to. If you have a favorite educator who is going to be educating um, somewhere but it's not close to you, but you'd love to go and sit down through one of their classes, travel. Travel out of state. Take that opportunity to say, I'm going to do something for my business to grow my skill set, to grow my business, but I'm also going to take that and do something for myself. I'm going to trade some time for the mental health and that, um, that reset, that protecting my inner cup and filling it back up so that I can pour out into my business and into my personal life much better. Last week, I talked about mental health, and I talked about how we have to protect that, and we have to refill that in order to pour back in. Well, doing that um, will help you to pour back into your business better and to be more successful. So if you retrain yourself to say, okay, by taking time off, I'm actually doing a service to my business. I'm actually helping my business. You'll feel less guilt about taking that time off and being like, well, but no, I have to keep working to make this money. I can't afford to take that time off. Well, girl, you you can't afford to not take time off. Sometimes you just got to be more strategic about it. So take a look. What's close by What can you combine with some kind of opportunity for work to grow your business? All right. Um, And also try just looking on Groupon. Maybe you want to go buy a map on Etsy of the little places that you can scratch off and maybe try looking for a hair class or a makeup class, one in every state. That was a goal of mine that I wanted to do also before the pandemic. And it was a way that I was going to try and combine traveling my husband. I was like, okay, I want to go see um, an updo educator 
or some type of, you know, business education in, in all 50 states. That would be a cool way to go and see the country, spend time with my husband, um, and also do something to fill my business back up and to grow my skill set. And an opportunity to see people I may never have had an opportunity to because ain't nobody come to D.C. Um, nobody ever wants to come and educate here. They had one big hair show once, um, and then other than that, they do the Mid-Atlantic in D.C. every year, the Cosmo Prof show, um, which is kind of like meh. It's more of just like a big shopping event for everybody. There's really not a whole lot of fantastic education that happens at the show, but like that's it. That's like all we get. So there are people who will, they'll go to New York and Philadelphia and like all these other places. They'll go to North Carolina. They'll go to like some podunk little tiny salon somewhere in the middle of nowhere before they would come to DC. And I don't know why. So um, it's an opportunity to see people you would never have an opportunity to see, but you can turn it into that vacation. So uh, Groupon is also a really great way. I know I kind of got a little off track. I started to talk about that. Uh, Groupon. So uh, start Googling Groupons for different states for for vacations. Um, You can get some really great last minute travel opportunities. My husband and I got to discover a place out in Tennessee, actually during the pandemic. It was one of our things where we were like, okay, one of the one of the states that we can drive to is Tennessee. Let's Google on Groupon or search on Groupon um, a place, and we found a little cabin, uh, like rental in Tennessee, and near Gatlinburg or in Pigeon Forge, and uh, it was like three nights for three hundred bucks or something like that. We have our own little private cabin in the woods. And it was amazing. It was so great. We weren't able to go when we had originally planned on it. We had to put it off because of everything going on with COVID. But we went and we discovered it. And then that summer, we were like, no, we're going to plan and we're going to go with friends. And we're going to rent one of the big cabins in the area through this same like resort place. And we went and we spent four days with another family. And it was amazing. It was so much fun. And this year we're going back again and we're spending um, an entire week with the same family in that same uh, group of cabins. And so it was a great opportunity. We, we discovered someplace we never would have found other ways. So there's some really cool options on Groupon and you're usually saving like so much money. If you have Expedia, you can combine Expedia rewards points Um, that's how I book everything. We have a credit card that is dedicated to travel we put all of our travel expenses and any travel related, um, purchases like airlines and cruises and things like that. We get bonus points for, um, so we get cash back from that and then we book it on Expedia and we get those points. So we get discounts and we just kind of layer everything. We don't let money be an excuse. We, we let it be a limiting factor, okay? So if we have only X number of dollars that we can commit, instead of saying, well, we don't have enough to go to Disneyland and stay at a Disneyland resort and do this and whatever, we say, okay, well, what do we have enough money to do? 
do we still want to go to Disney? All right, Disneyland, that's out in California. Uh, that's we're gonna require a flight, but we can drive to Disney World in, in Florida, okay? We have friends in Jacksonville, my husband and I are from Florida, so we're like, okay, whatever, we'll just drive there, all right? Can we afford to go to the parks for five days or can we only afford to go to the parks for two days, okay? We can either go for two days and stay at a resort or we can go for four days and stay off site somewhere. So we take that and we look at it of what, not what we can't do of, well, what can we do with the resources that we have? We've retrained our brains to say, okay, it's not an excuse. It's just a limiting factor. How can I make this still work? Because being able to take vacations and spend time together is an incredibly important piece of our relationship. It's something that we've prioritized. And when you prioritize something, you make time for it rather than you make excuses. I have family who live five and a half hours from me. They have driven down to see me twice in 14 years. I go back home to Connecticut two to three times a year. It used to be more than that, but during the pandemic, it really got limited. And now I really only go once, maybe twice a year. But going back home to see my family was a priority for me. But them coming down to see me was not a priority. And so they always found the excuse of, well, I only have so many vacation days from work. So I can't. Yet my sister could spend three-day weekends camping in New Hampshire with her friends and her family because that's what she prioritized. Those types of vacations and those, that, those types of times were more important to her than driving five and a half hours to come and see me. That was what was important. That's what she prioritized. That's what she found solutions for. She loves taking their camper and going camping. And so she says, I have three days. Where can I go within those three days? Where can I get to to maximize the amount of time? I can drive three hours and be able to camp for three days. Whereas if I drive for five hours, uh, that's a lot more gas and I would only be able to camp for two days. So you see, she's trained her brain to find the solutions for the things that she finds more important. And that's fine because I still go back to Connecticut and I still get to see her and I still get to spend time with her because that is what is important to me. I prioritize that. That means that sometimes I'm literally sleeping on my niece's couch and being woken up at like 5 a.m. by her toddlers because I don't have... Uh, the money to spend at a hotel or something like that. You know, like I found ways to say, okay, I, I can only afford to do this. I can afford the gas and I can afford the meals for three days, but adding another couple hundred dollars to spend time or spend money on the, the hotel, I'll just sleep on Courtney's couch and, and that'll be fine. And I can afford to take the time off and turn away work because when I'm not working, I'm not making money. So that's costing me something on top of my actual expenses. But that may mean that right before I leave, I'm 
packing my schedule with every client I can to make up that money. I'm strategizing when I'm working because I know that when I'm on vacation, taking that time off, I'm not making money. So I'm mitigating my costs that way by either front loading or I may have a bunch of clients the week after I get home from visiting family. So money is not a, uh, an excuse. It's just that limiting factor. And by shifting how I focus my time, I can do that. Or I can take last minute trips up to Connecticut to see my family if I have a really good month. And I'm like, okay, I have front loaded the front half of my July with a bunch of uh, work. Okay. And I know I'm going to like really be busy for those two weeks. And then the second half of the month, I don't have to work so much because I've made my goals. I can take vacation time if I want to. If my niece decides that she's going to throw a birthday party for her daughter, whose birthday is in July, and they have a big picnic at the house, she can call me up and be like, hey, we're going to do that. And I can say, okay, I can be there for that because I'm not worrying about uh, taking all of that time off. So I've looked at my calendar and I've said, okay, when do different things happen in my family that I want to be there for? They usually happen around these times. So let me block that time off and be more strategic about when I'm working. And then I can look at my budget and say, okay, what can I do with the money that I have in the time that I've given myself? So it's all about prioritizing and being more strategic and developing the mindset of, I can't afford to not take time off. I just have to be smarter about my money. So if you have holiday weekends, those are a great opportunity. Everybody usually does stuff for the holidays of some kind. And if you're the kind of person who's always working every holiday weekend because people get married on the holiday weekends, I challenge you to start taking some of those off and to not and see how that impacts your life. You may think, well, I'm not going to make as much money. But if you prioritize it, you'll find a way to still make the money but you're also prioritizing not working that time, you get a lot more strategic. You get a lot more creative. And that creativity and those moments of strategy and being like, how can I make this work are what challenges us to grow as business artists or as, as, um, as business owners, okay? If we, if we just stay within what is always working and what is always comfortable and what we've always done and we never step outside of that, we never grow. When we say, well, I'm not going to work during this time, but I still have to make this money, how am I going to do that? We come up with new ways. We come up with new solutions to bring in that income that may lead to something down the line that takes our business to a whole nother level. If you want more time off from weddings, there's a lot of other ways that you can still make money within this industry. Do you have something else that you can monetize, that you can have supplemental income so that you can have less times working from weddings? I want to prioritize more time with my family. I've developed my coaching business in conjunction with doing weddings. So now I have more time that I'm taking away from weddings, I've blocked off that time saying, I'm not going to be working weddings during these times. This is my time off. But 
I still have this side business, which still requires a lot of time otherwise doing work, content creating and, and creating these podcasts and social media and creating my courses. It's still a lot of work. I'm still t- doing um, doing all of these things and spending all this time. I'm just spending it differently. Instead of, you know, focusing on the services, I'm focusing on content creation um, and, and building resources and I'm monetizing that. So now I have l- more time off from weddings, but I still have that income coming. So then I can afford, well, what this is how much I made in my coaching business this month and this is the time that I have off. What can I do with that? It's forced me to get creative. It's forced me to grow and to bring my business to a new to a new level in the last few years. And now that my coaching business has become more successful, I, at, at the end of this year, I can stop doing weddings and I can have way more opportunities um, for vacation because I've developed this new income stream for myself. And it's a profitable one. And so it's a way that I can support myself and still have this extra income. Now my vacation income is not going to be coming from my coaching business. That supports my regular income. My vacation income is coming from doing weddings where I can pick up assisting jobs for my friends. So I can still stay within the bridal industry. I can still do stuff that I I love, but I'm not spending all of this time during the week doing the admin. I'm able to just pick up last minute jobs and say, okay, I'll make a couple hundred bucks going and just doing the hair for my friends or going and just doing the makeup for one of their weddings and assisting them. No stress, no time. I just do the services, take the cash, and then that's my spending money. I can either turn around and I can go to the mall and I can go shopping or to Target or Amazon or wherever, or I can say, all right, um, I've worked three assisting jobs during this month and it was a, it was a good chunk of change. Now my husband and I can take a three-day weekend and we can go drive up to New York City and stay in the city for the weekend and maybe go see a show. Or I can take that time and say, okay, I'm going to go see my family for my nephew's birthday in September and actually be able to go to one of his birthday parties again, which I haven't in years because I always work so much during September, and say, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do that. And I don't need to sleep on the couch. I can just go and I can stay at a hotel. It doesn't have to even be a cheap hotel. I can spend two nights at a really nice hotel and, you know, buy him a nice birthday present kind of thing. I can, I've challenged myself to grow my business in a new way. And it has shifted my time and it has, has shifted the way that I view taking time. You need to take vacations, not just with your partner, but take vacations with your friends and take vacations with just yourself. We have different relationships with different people and time with those people serve our needs differently. Taking time to just spend time with yourself is important. Again, I ch- I, I'd love you to listen to the, the mental health episode that I just did last week. If you're the kind of person who never takes a vacation for themselves and does what you want to do, 
I challenge you to start doing that. See where that brings you. See what that inspires you. Are you the kind of person who has their best ideas in the shower? Like some people are just like that. They'll just be sitting there in the shower or working out or taking a, a long walk or a run or something. And sometimes we just have the, the best ideas because we're allowing ourselves to step back from the stress and from the activity and the doing of all these other things sitting on an exercise bike or going for a walk or showering and washing our hair. Those are monotonous kind of muscle memory tasks. And it leaves our mind free. It leaves our mind free to be creative and to think of things that we can't when we're trying to be so busy doing all the other things. And so taking time for yourself and taking mini vacations to prioritize not doing all of those other things and to just focusing on your id. What drives you? What what would you do if you had three whole days and no responsibilities? Would you sleep until noon every day, binge on Doritos and Real Housewives? Do it. Relax. Fill yourself back up with your needs. And then you'll have this more time where you're no longer focusing on responsibilities and fulfilling your needs. Your brain has the brain power. It literally has the power now to focus on other things and to be more creative and and to go out from there. And so taking little vacations by yourself is a great opportunity. You don't have to worry about being like, oh, I can't go to a big city and then walk around by myself because it's not safe. Like, I'm not saying you have to do those kinds of things. You can just rent, you know, a hotel room by yourself for 24 or 48 hours and just relax and bring a notebook. Or bring your phone because you're probably going to bring your phone with you anyways. And there's a notes app on there. When you're relaxing and you think of something like, oh, that would be really cool. Pull out your phone, pull out your notebook and write it down. Release it from your brain and come back to it at another time. But don't just ignore these moments of creativity when you're in a relaxed space. When I am going for a walk, I have my phone with me because I'm usually listening to a podcast. I pause that thing all the time and I my notes app is completely filled because I have inspiration for things, whether it's for a new podcast episode or a new lesson or um, a caption or something like that. That's how I write all my captions for things. I don't sit down and force myself to sit there in front of a computer. I write most of my captions while I'm doing laundry. When I am sitting there and I'm folding laundry or I'm moving stuff in the washing machine to the dryer, my phone literally sits on top of the dryer and I just talk. I just talk out loud and I think of things. You know, I have like headlines for my captions and I'll pull up one of them and be like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna write something about this if, if I were just having a conversation and just talking. So my body is moving and I'm still getting a task and I'm still getting something done. But I am writing out captions and I'm just kind of like stream of consciousness talking. And then I can save that because I'm using talk to text and I can go back and I can edit it and I can refine it. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like, wow, what was I thinking that day? And other times I'm like, oh, wow, you know, because I was not focused on the stress and the deadline and the having to write something, I was able to really get my thoughts out much more clear. 
And by taking little mini vacations with yourself, you're freeing up your mind to have more of those opportunities and it actually helps to improve your business. It helps to improve your relationship with yourself because you're prioritizing yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to take care of yourself. That a re- your relationship with yourself is still a relationship. Your relationship with your partner is the same. I've already talked a bunch about different things that you can do with taking vacation time with your partner. But your friends are important too. If you are only able to cram things in every once in a while and last minute, chances are your relationship with your friends are probably not as good as they could be. By prioritizing more time to spend with them and to interact and do things, it can only improve your relationship. So um, this year, when my kids are in uh, summer camp, my husband and my sons go to Boy Scout summer camp every year, every July for an entire week. And before I would pack that week completely full with clients. I would book a wedding on like Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday that they leave. And I would have spray tan clients and trials. And I would just be so busy to fill that time when I wasn't with them. So I wouldn't feel like I was taking time away from them. And instead this year, I'm trying something new. I am going down to Virginia Beach. So it's like two and a half hours and I'm renting an Airbnb with my best friends. And the three of us are just going to have a girl's trip and we're just going to have some time on the beach and go have lunch at little cafes, just kind of like wander and just be like, hey, where do we want to eat? Oh, this this pizza place. Let's just sit down here and eat and just do and just be motivated by whatever catches us in the mood um, and really prioritize because we all do weddings and, you know, some of us are moms and we're pulled in so many different directions and being able to really spend that time together with just us and being able to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do um, is really going to be helpful for us and our friendship. I know how good it feels when we put time aside and we plan out once a month, we go out to dinner or sometimes we'll do brunch and just how much I need that. So these couple of days that I've prioritized this summer, I know is going to be really good. So if you have an opportunity to, to schedule different types of vacations, and this is why getting your mindset about taking vacations is not a bad thing, and that there's an S on the end for a reason. One vacation a year is not enough. We work for ourselves to be able to take multiple vacations. If you want two weeks of vacation per year, go work a nine to five. Go work in an office job and you'll get two full weeks. But why running our own business do we give ourselves less than two full weeks a year? So shift your mindset and be like, okay, I'm going to take multiple vacations and each one is going to serve a different type of purpose. They can serve different needs. They can serve relationship needs. They can serve self needs. They can serve friendship needs. They can serve business needs. But being able to step away from responsibilities for a certain amount of time, that is what makes it a vacation. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be far away. It is the taking the time away from responsibility to focus on one small thing, whether that is time with your partner, time with your friends, time by yourself. Um, if you are 
the kind of person who is motivated by games, like the map kind of thing, like that's up your your alley. Uh, that was like one of the, the funnest things when I kind of came up with that idea. I don't even remember where I saw it anymore. Uh, but my brother-in-law, he has a map of all of the different baseball stadiums and he and his friends are huge baseball fans and so they travel around and they do um a three-day weekend every summer and they go and they see a baseball game somewhere where they've never been before and they are trying to see all of the baseball stadiums so maybe it was kind of inspired by that um but I was like, you know what, that's a really fun way to challenge myself to think outside the box, rather than just being like, oh, well, New York City, that's close, we can do there's a million different things every time we go, it can be something different, but it's still it's going the same place over and over again, going back home to Florida, going to Orlando. Yeah, it's a great vacation. But it's something that we've done a million times before. So being like, okay, well, let's go somewhere new. Who's going to just like randomly think of like, let's go get a cabin in the woods in Tennessee. Like that may not be a kind of thing that just naturally comes to you. Not saying anything negative against it because obviously I absolutely love it. But it's just like some people might not think of like, oh, well, let's go to a museum or let's go to a theme park. Like everybody kind of has their set thing in their mind of what equals vacation to them. But if you take away those parameters and say, okay, well, this is the location that you have to go to find something. It's a new way of challenging your brain to look at something differently. So um, if you want to be like, okay, well, let's go to every state. You can do something like that and find something to visit in each state. If you're kind of person who likes uh, nature, maybe find uh, a national park and just like list them all out and be like, okay, I'm going to visit every national park and give yourself a deadline. Okay. Make it a goal. You know, it helps you to prioritize things better when there's some type of goal in mind. Like we wanted to visit every 50 States by the end of 2022. That's going to end up end up being like by 2023 or 2024 at this point. But we still are like, no, we're not going to do this between now and whenever we die. You know, we're going to we're going to do this and, and prioritize making this happen. When we have this goal in mind of, OK, well, this is when we need to do this by we get more strategic and we get more creative about making that happen. So give yourself some kind of goal, make some kind of game out of it. Maybe visit a beach in every state or um, you know, a new country or a new city. Okay. Or you can just combine it and be like, all right, every year I'm going to visit one new beach, one new city or one new theme park and one new national park. Like I'm going to ride a roller coaster. I'm going to go for a hike every year, somewhere completely new. It will get you out of your comfort zone. It will get you out of, you know, the small bubble of where you live and where you see every single day. It's a great thing for your mental health to change your environment and to change your surroundings. You meet new people, you experience new things, you see the world differently. And those are the types of mental exercises that help us train our brain to be more creative and to do better in our businesses. 
because we're literally rewiring our brains differently. Um, so get over the guilt. Okay. Release that. It's not that you can't afford to, it's you can't afford not to. Vacation time is incredibly important to a small business owner. Uh, lastly, I want to kind of just go over real quick um, different things that you can do to prepare because all of this time off sounds well and great, but if you do not prepare for your vacations properly, you're literally just deferring stress and deferring responsibilities. So it's really important to be strategic. And if you can be strategic and it can set these systems up, I, I promise you, you can take as many vacations as you want and your business is not going to suffer because you have these systems in place. So make sure that you have things that are automated when and where they can be. So if you know that you have a lot of weddings that happen every May and 30 days beforehand is when timelines go out and all of these other things happen, but you want to take a vacation in April, you need to set up a system in place to make sure that all of that stuff is done beforehand and you have a way to communicate with your brides and your clients to get them what they need when they need it without you having to physically be working on that. And so having things auto send at specific times, um, having a system where, okay, you know, once a month, you maybe write out all of your schedules for the following month or for the following quarter, uh, batching content, um, having regular communications so that things don't fall through the cracks and that everybody is literally prepared. So you can take an entire week off. They can not hear from you for an entire week and nothing goes wrong in your business because you've done so many steps to prepare everybody throughout the process that things are happening automatically behind the scenes without you having to physically be, be present. So really getting your systems in place and automations to take care of these things, developing the habits of when are you going to create these things in each step of the way. Because every wedding pretty much happens the same. It's the same process. You know, they, they do this in these orders. This has to be done before this. If you know what your process is, you can develop a system so that you know exactly when each thing needs to be completed and either complete it beforehand or have somebody else complete it or have it automatically delivered when it needs to be in the right order. So really getting a handle on your systems and understanding what needs to be done when, what can be done without you physically having to do it. Setting up an autoresponder, let people know, all right? It's super easy and quick to just type in a quick, I am on vacation during this time. I will respond to the emails in the order that they were received starting on X date and let it be. People will understand that you're on vacation. And if they don't, well, they're not a very good client. They're not a very good bride. People who expect immediate responses, are, that's red flags. That's red flags right away. Those aren't the kind of clients that we want anyways. Let it go. Don't stress, don't worry. Your business is not going to come crashing down because somebody didn't hear from you for a week when you told them that you were on vacation. 
unless like literally there's some kind of emergency, in which case they need to, they, they can figure it out. Okay. You can deal with it when you get back. Um, if you can do any type of admin work beforehand, um, you may be able to delegate or hire temporary help. Say, I'm going to be on vacation this week. I need a, a temporary administrative assistant to handle my emails that are coming in. If you have a team, have that be a team member who handles that, somebody who's familiar with the business, or you can hire a temp person um, and say, these are the dates that I'm not going to be available. These are the dates that I need uh, help, temp help for. And, you know, just be like, okay, I take vacations once a month. Once a month, I'm going to need you for a three-day weekend. Or I take them three times a year. You know, setting the expectation of what they went and what and when they need to be available to you will be so much more helpful. And then you can take that time because you've already set a system in place to deal with it. And it's also going to mean that you end up being less busy the rest of the year. Okay, because you've put all these systems in place to take all of this time off. Chances are these systems are going to cut down on your administrative time drastically the rest of the time anyways, because it's something that's easily and quickly repeatable. And you might find that they do such an amazing job and it frees up so much of your time that you just keep them on full time. So if you have a temp person who responds to your emails or who manages your social media for a vacation time and you're like, wow, this is this was great. You did a great job. Look, look at how much this was beneficial to my business. You may find an opportunity there to be like, OK, well, that's how I'm going to grow my business because I'm going to spend less time doing this other stuff. I'm going to delegate to somebody else. So vacation time is really, really important for your mental health and for your relationships and, and very important for your business um, because when you take time off from not working, you're able to be more strategic with your time around that, but you're also able to have that mental clarity and that energy to put back into when you are working and better serve your customers in general. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.